This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, we've been talking about music this entire hour, so let's mm-hmm. continue the thread. You said you're going to a concert tonight, and yeah. it sounds very fun. But here's my question. What do you do during concerts? Because I haven't been to that many. Like, Jake's always played baseball mm-hmm. during the summer. But when we went to Red Hot Chili Peppers, I found myself in like this awkward stage of like, do I dance the whole time? Right. Can I just sit there and like not make like any movements? Can I sit down? Because it felt like everybody was standing up yeah. and like dancing, but it's also like not dance music. So like, what do you do at a concert that's like not really mm. dance music? Oh, that's a tough one. Well, I had this issue last week when we went to see Night Ranger because it was in a, a small auditorium and it was perfect venue because it wasn't tiny, but it was big enough where you felt like you were at some sort of significant event. And I was standing up the entire time along, like <laughs> I had Catherine on one side and this other woman to my left and she was like a mega fan. So we kept just like talking about songs and stuff. It was funny. And finally, we were standing up and the people behind us were sitting down. And then when we walked to the stage, I didn't have to worry about it. We were just like leaning on the stage. So I was just mesmerized the whole time. I, was, I didn't have to dance. I was taking videos. I was watching. I thought, this is awesome. I'm right here. So that was, that's an anomaly though. How many times do you get to sort of sit on a stage or not sit, mm-hmm. but you're leaning at the stage. You're quite literally a front row. But Normally, I'll just I'll stand around. This is standing room only because it, tonight it's at the bullpen, which is right outside next to Nationals Park. So it's just a huge area with a big stage and be drinks and food trucks. So everyone will be standing and listening. I usually bounce around a little bit, but I don't I don't go into the full. I'm not going to go into a full on dance. Like I'm not going to break <laughs> out the cabbage patch or something old and be like that guy. But I'll just bounce around with a drink. You know, I'm bopping my head. I'm having a good time. I will. Let me put it this way. I'll clearly enjoy the music. I will move around, but I'm not going to draw any sort of unnecessary attention to myself. I feel like you almost draw attention to yourself if you're not making some kind of movement. Like you have to like kind of like at least sway to signal to other people that you're having a good time. And I also think about this as somebody who's Mm -hmm. like, you know, done live shows. When you look in the audience and if somebody's just kind of like sitting there with their arms folded, isn't it bad vibes? And I don't want to be the bad vibes person, but also like sometimes I just want to sit there and enjoy the music. It reminds me of the situation that I had growing up in church and you are from Texas. And I wonder if you have ever had this dilemma where there's like the fanatical people that like clap and like hold their hands up during the songs. And you're like, can I just feel the music and like be a good Christian warrior without doing all the swaying and stuff? Like, Why do I have to do that? like, Chelsea, 
clap your hands and you're just like sitting on the pew pouting you're like god mom don't you have any more candy in your purse but did you ever face this problem growing up i i faced this problem at my first tv job because i was <laughs> dating i was oh this is such a classic tv story i was the weekend news anchor i was dating or i was a weekend sports anchor i was dating the weekend news anchor and so we became a thing and then she belonged to I'm not going to say her religion, but it was a bit odd. It, if I gave you 10 guesses, it would not be in the top 10. It was very specific. So I decided, because religion was important to her, that I would go and experience her, her service. And I went, and I was sitting there. And at one point during the service, we're all seated. And all of a sudden, a song plays. And I don't know what the traditions are. I don't know what the protocol is. Uh, most of the congregation got up and they locked arms in a circle and started dancing around the <laughs> chairs in a circle while at one point the minister or preacher, however you want to say, was blowing through a seashell. And <laughs> I I grew up in the Methodist church. It was very traditional. So I I'm not I'm not a stranger to religion, but I thought this is this is odd. And so I didn't do it. I'm just, I'm just sitting there looking around going, I, I don't know what's happening. And so I remember uh, my girlfriend's mother, she goes, Michael, you look, you look very, very white. Do you, do, do you want to just take a break and walk outside? I go, you know what I do. And so I just walked outside and I took a few deep breaths and I never went back, not knocking her religion, but that was a lot. For me and i just i wasn't ready for it i feel like if i was the commissioner like you know there's a commissioner of baseball if i was the commissioner yes. of some of these religions there would definitely be some changes and i know we're on a tangent here but like i feel like these are relatable stories because yes, the other one is sure. i went to one of my friend's churches and they did communion but you drank out of the same cup and so the person oh, yeah, before me that. is this very old guy and you see him like <laughs> like holding the cup up to his lips. You see just like, you know, when people have like really dry mouths, they have like those strings of saliva. Oh, good. Oh. Yes. The worst. I was like, this guy's probably like backwashing all in the cup. They're like, Chelsea, it's your turn. Take the communion. You're like, no, I want to drink you know after that old man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I had that happen to me, except I lucked out. You probably would have wished this happened to you where they're bringing the cup around. I swear to God, <laughs> this happened. And we're all kneeling at the front of the church. And 
they're bringing this cup around and I'm getting ready. We're taking communion. It's my turn. I swear to God, the preacher looks down at me, passes right over me and goes to the person next to me down the line. I'm like, am I a Satan worshiper here? I don't know what's going on. I'm here at the church and <laughs> just moved right on past me. He was like, nope, sinner. See you later, buddy. And I was like, oh, I guess I looked out there, but he had no intention. I don't know what he saw in me, but he didn't like it. He saw the devil, <sighs> old Beelzebub. The thousand church stories. It's crazy. And the one final thought that I have, the religion that has the snakes in it, that ain't no. for me either. No. I went with Forget a friend it. to a church with snakes. That's where I draw the line. Like snakes, nah. If God wants to nah. speak to me, he can do it through a cuter animal and an animal that is not going to wring my neck. Uh, final thought, if I was the commissioner of religions. Uh, well, <laughs> if we were the commissioner of baseball, we would do it a lot of things differently probably as well. But this is one thing that I do believe that baseball has excelled at, and that is growing the game internationally speaking. All sports try to do this. We see it with the NFL doing these games overseas in London, in Germany as well. Uh, but baseball is very much a world game. Like you look at the superstars of today's Major League Baseball, they're from all over. And I'll say it's mostly like North America. Like a lot of it is like Latin America. You know, we have some Cuban superstars. But now baseball is opening their doors and try to, trying to expand the game to Asia because now uh, their next overseas series is going to be in South Korea, in Seoul in 2024. I personally know that baseball is huge in Korea because my husband played baseball and one of the alternative routes to professional baseball in the States is that you can play overseas and they play very, uh, they pay very well and the game is very popular there. So Jenks, do you think this is a good idea? Are you excited to kind of see the reception that MLB gets in Korea? Yeah, I am, because baseball is much more of an international sport than, say, football. So football. when I see, yeah, so when I see the NFL trying to expand into Poland, or not expand necessarily, but play <laughs> games overseas in countries that I feel like have zero interest in football, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Why are you adding this travel? Why, why are the Jags and the Niners playing in Belarus or whatever? I don't understand any of this. Baseball is different. Baseball has a history in Seoul, for example. It's a very mm -hmm. popular sport there. It's very popular in Mexico City. So I think much more so than the NFL, as an example, baseball has done a really nice job of saying, hey, let's expand the sport, particularly in areas where the sport is very popular, where there is history. You can bet on Korean baseball all the time yeah. if you want to, if you decide to choose that market. So, yeah, why not go and, and, and show Koreans the majors and, and these stars that are popular across the world? I think it's a great idea. I think so as well. I think it's a nice little reward for these fans of the game who really love baseball. Because I can guarantee you, this is going to be an electric atmosphere. If you watch the World Baseball Classic and some of those games in, I think it was Japan, or I forget where it was, uh, or even the games here in the States, when Team Japan was playing, the crowd was insane. These fans are over the top. So it feels like a nice way to kind of reward these fans uh, for their fandom and also... Um, Asia just seems like another market that MLB is really reaching into because look at the face of Major League Baseball right now. It is a Japanese superstar, and his name 
is Otani. The market mm-hmm. that he is bringing to Major League Baseball is massive. So I think this is a good way to kind of touch on that. Uh, we haven't talked about this in a while. I still wonder if Otani is going to stay with the Angels. And I think the interesting thing is, is the fandom. Like, as good as Otani is, I think the eyeballs that he brings to whatever franchise he goes to next are almost, like, incalculable. Like, you talk about market value for a superstar. Otani brings a market value like we have never seen. There's no question about it. And there are a few... There are a few superstars, regardless of sport, who are known worldwide just because of how talented they are, how dynamic they are, and how they are changing the game. So Shohei is one of those guys. Even if you don't follow baseball, you've heard of – you know the name Shohei. You've heard it. Mm -hmm. Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani. And that is – he's one of those people who is ubiquitous as far as – name recognition as far as people knowing his impact. And so whenever you can bring him to an area where people have get to see him and sort of have that visceral physical experience, that's that's a smart way to play it. Oh, for sure. I wonder if Otani dances at concerts. I wonder what his reaction is. I think he's so <laughs> reserved. He probably doesn't. He probably yes. does like a little sweat. God, we love Otani here. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.